was midnight. The wind from the brewing storm blows the trees behind you as you walk into Lorenzo da Vinci's library. The wind slams the door unusually hard. It shook the building. You look behind you and no one is there. This library is like no other. It's dark, but it has massive glass windows. The moonlight is barely peeking into the library. The smells of pine cones are in the air and detailed carvings all around the trim of the room. You're walking around and see this book on an extravagant desk in the middle of the library with a candle already lit and a chair is pulled out waiting for someone. Your curiosity is compelling you toward it to see what it is. In this episode, we'll be talking about the key important life stories of who Lorenzo the Magnificent was by reading about him in his own library. The first thing you notice as you're sitting down is that the book is extremely old. You flip it over to see what the name of the book is, but a lot of the book's dust fell out and went everywhere. The book is named Lorenzo's Life, Chapter 1. Some of the pages are half-ripped. The old book is flipped to part of Lorenzo's life where he takes over the family business. You start to read the book. It says Giovanni da Vinci is Lorenzo's great-grandfather. He started the family business. The business is a part of the banking clan. But once he died, his son took over, named Cosmo Domici, who was nicknamed the father of the country. He passed on later, leaving it to Lorenzo's dad, Piero di Cosimo de' Medici. He led the business for five years, but soon died of gout. When he died, Lorenzo inherited the family business, which lost some of its power for the Medici family name. After reading his first book of how he gained control of the family business, you look up and see an empty slot where a book would go. So you grab the dusty book on the desk and put it back in an old cobweb slot in the bookshelf. You pull it out of the bookshelf. It is dusty and old. You wipe off the pile of dust to read the title. That says, Lorenzo's Life, Chapter 2. When you open it, spiders come out of the book and go everywhere. After that, you see a bookmark and you slowly flip to it because you are scared to rip the pages. You get there and read the t chapter title. It says, Artists and Scholars. You start to read the ancient book chapter. It starts by saying, Lorenzo made scholars an easy job. He let all scholars into his own library, and he sent out people to buy rare and expensive books so his scholars can learn. Also, he had a circle where scholars could talk about philosophy, governance, and art, and ethics. He was interested in scholars and artists because Lorenzo was a very gifted poet. But not only did he support scholars, he was very interested in artists such as Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, and Sandro Botticelli. He was fascinated by Michelangelo the most because he saw his talent early and proposed that he live with him and send his own son to school with his own. You get to the end of the old undusted book, except when putting this book back, you realize there is another book called Lorenzo's Life, the final chapter. But when you pull it out, you hear something click. The book pulls forward and opens the book's shelf slightly. 
You push it open and walk into the room. You see a pulpit in the middle of the room. The door closes behind you and you walk forward to the pulpit and see a book with a candle next to it. You blow off the undusted book to read the title. It says, what really happened to Lorenzo's da Vinci? You flip it open and it looks like it hasn't been opened in decades. Once it is open, you realize the first sentence is about the Pope discarding him. It states, Lorenzo manifested a plan to balance the territorial ambitions of Pope Sixtus IV so his people can be safe. Since Lorenzo manifested a plan to restore balance, he was subject to the Pazzi conspiracy, so his brother was assassinated for it. He barely escaped the treacherous attack from the Pope, but the Pope hired someone who hired someone to assassinate Lorenzo. The people of Florence heard about this and started to rebel against the Margoviate of Tuscany. The Peace of Lodi helped maintain the stabilization among the various Italian states. The book randomly closes in front of you. You look up and see a lever on the pulpit, and you pull it out, and the door behind you opens. You walk out of the secret room, and the door closes. You walk out of the library and go to work since you were there for three hours. Thank you for listening, and the end.